Welcome to Beyond the Field Podcast, your weekly dose of finance, property, and epic people doing epic things powered by the team at Money Empire. Get informed and entertained with the coolest cats in the business. We are back on air, BTF. My name is Kane. I'm here with the beautiful Isa Nathiwa and the perfect Sanjiwa. Thank you. <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> um, we want to talk about uh, shifting house prices, actually, and how they may affect you. And why this is quite topical is because we keep hearing of negative equity at the moment because the media have a slow news day. How do we think about this? Shinjiwa! Shinjiwa, let's throw straight <laughs> over to you. I'm not the expert in no, this No, we thing. don't want expert comments. We just want um, probably you throwing your two cents out there, which some people care about, some don't. Well, I, I guess the whole negative equity thing is uh, that depends on um, where we've come from, right? Mm. You know, if it's uh, if it's gone up by thirty percent over the last few years, and if it's come down by five, ten percent, yes, of course, mm. it's you know, it's negative equity. But at the same time, overall, you're you're net, you're yeah. okay, aren't you? So then, I think probably thank you for that mate i think where i was getting to was and i'm not um debunking your myth here but where i was getting to isa was we're hearing a lot at the moment of people might have paid a million bucks for something and as of six eight months ago and as of today it's worth 800 grand yeah so if we're talking about true negative equity yes and and there'll be a lot of people affected far greater than others um but yes, there are people that are in that situation where if we are talking about the highs of the property market in 2021 mm. um, and a lot of FOMO and uh, people that um, purchase far higher purchase prices than you know probably was in reality, yeah, there will be people out there that will now be currently sitting in negative equity. Um, but there's a lot of people also, a lot of homeowners that have owned their homes for a long time and you know people that have owned their home for three years, five years, 10 years, you know, these people's prices have continued to rise and then they've backtracked a little bit in, in the, probably the first six months of this year. You know, they're still up. A lot of what Sanji was said was correct. Um, Thank you. And yeah, there's just probably some, everyone's individual situation is far different to the uh, other people probably sitting next to you. So in a shortened version, what you're saying, Sanjiwa, is that if you're a property trader, Obviously, this can affect you. And if you're a person that has bought a home and looking to potentially upgrade that or sell that in a very short period of time, that can affect you. But if you're an investor or a a homeowner that is in it for a long-term gain or or, um, long-term hold, then negative equity in the short term most likely won't affect you long-term because assets like property and appreciated value yeah and we've had you know the great ashley church talking about how you know property uh increases every 10 years and then through the correct and sharp data that the about the research that he recently did it's closer to in some reasons about 11 to 12 years um again when you're sitting down with a client understanding their long-term goals um you're going to ride the highs as well as riding the lows Mm. so Kane Walsh is one of his favourite saying, it's time in the market. And it actually is, um, because you get to ride the negative equity uh, that's written about in the media. So, 
yeah, everyone's situation is different. Um, but as we've always said, you know, it comes back to the goals and, and what they actually are. There'll be some people out there hurting, that is the reality of what's going on. And producer Bailey's yelling at me, talking about what about young people that don't understand this, that own a home? This is for you, producer Bailey. Um, I think, again, some people, if it is your first home and you are worried and you're reading the media and you're jumping online and looking at homes.co and seeing your value drop and all that, yes, it can freak you out. But remember, too, your house is only worth what someone's willing to pay for it, and they might be willing to pay over than what has been listed on homes.co as an average value as well. So don't get too scared. And, yep. and, and a, lot of, a lot of what is said in the media media is always the bad news stories because that is all the clickbait you, you talk to some real estate agents out there and there's still sales that are selling above and there's good competition on certain properties out there so again you know it's we always say it nearly every podcast don't believe everything that is in the media reach out and ask for help if you are concerned and i suppose let's look at it in this way it may affect well it's going to affect someone potentially that was looking to leverage equity out of a home they owned to buy another home to produce two assets or um it in the short term i'm getting twisted here. <laughs> sorry gentlemen but in the short term uh, it can feel like a pain but long term i don't think it's going to play into anyone's hands in a negative way would you be saying well, also, yeah, also, what, what about people who have been struggling to getting, get into the market for the last few years for, for whatever reason? Yeah. Um, probably it's their time to do it now. Yeah. Um, you know, if the property market's come down by what, 10%, whatever the percentage is, 10%, people who couldn't afford that, that house that's worth, you know, a million dollars, now it's 10% less. Yeah. So maybe that's their opportunity to get into the market. So yeah. it's like anything in life, right? When someone loses someone else else wins yep the important thing is that if you're there for the long term the chances are there are massive opportunities the other part of it don't interrupt me please <laughs> the other the, the other part to this also is that um what was i going to say i can't remember i don't know but what i was going to say <laughs> is that we're focusing on the negative what about the positive side what about yeah. the uplift of had pre obviously going to COVID and what happened to houses and that space we've heard people buy for 800 sell six nine months later and make 1.1 1.2 off it and they've made three four hundred grand so if we're looking at a positive in a positive frame of mind a shifting house market going upwards obviously helps all these people that own may affect people that are trying to get in yeah so it has an upside and a downside for every individual or couple or, or family yeah depending at what stage they're in in the property cycle and and we've seen this before right we've seen the gfc we've seen um the um what happened in the u.s in 2001 with the with the bombing of the uh, twin september 11th dot com bubble all those things you know there was a if you can call it correction or plateauing or whatever and the next hike was steeper than the previous hike Mm. so people who can be in the market for a period um history tells us they're going to be better off. Yeah. Isa, I'm going to throw this at you because you're all over this. Um, equity in homes at the moment that have decreased in value and you might be coming off a fixed rate where you might be high LVR, 
How's this going to affect people? Yeah, so the bank are looking at this currently, and this is this is live as of today. Um, you know, they have their valuation systems um, that they align everyone's houses to, and they then look at the overall LVR at the time that you are coming off your interest rates. Um, so there will be some people out there that, for instance, paid a 10% deposit or a 20% deposit and had an LVR at some t- stage during 2021, that LVR might have increased. So there's certain situations out there that you might now not be entitled to the interest rates that you were offered previously, as in with an asterisk next to saying um, special rates because there's less equity in your property. And we right. are seeing that um, currently uh, someone had 20% equity six months ago that has decreased and then they're not offered the 20% equity interest rates from the bank. So you're talking about discounted rates. Discounted rates Mm. versus standard rates. So that can come into play. So there are people out there that are being affected currently. What what about, quick question, what about people who got a pre-approval or an approval um, six months ago on a certain loan-to-value ratio I'm guessing the the value of that property has come down. But if they haven't bought anything, it won't affect them. They haven't. Yeah. Which means when they want to buy something, the loan amount could be reduced? Just to know the purchase price would reduce, right? Yeah, the yeah. The, the purchase price will reduce. There's been so many Curves changes. That, that I really? did I'm, not know where you were going, I'm Sanjeeva. Really but yes. when you're looking at me, um, yeah, there, there's been so much changes to... Um, overall lending criteria that that has affected i guess the purchase price and your borrowing capacity um but you know one uh if there was a criteria around a certain lvr in january of 2022 uh that might not be part of their criteria now so you there's a lot of changes in the industry in that i guess conversely the the property values have come down as well so if you are if you are in the market to try and buy then now is there's no better time to to buy mm. from a fact that there is less competition in the market. Yeah. You know, the prices have come down in some areas on some type of assets. Um, but if you are in the market, you know, number one thing is there's not many properties are going to auction. There's not many yeah. purchases in the market as there was in the back end of 2021. So from a purchasing point of view, now's as good a time to buy as any. It's a biased okay. market, isn't it, at the moment? Well, I go back to my original, depending on your agent stage, but if you're selling and buying in the same market... It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you're buying, or if you're, and vice versa as well. So, again, it goes back to the old, if, if house prices have dropped and you're a property trader and you've brought high, sold, low, it affects you. Yeah. If you're a homeowner where you've brought high, high and sold, low because you're trying to upgrade is that going to affect you maybe maybe not because then you're buying in the yep, same, market same market again market, yep. so it's kind of like everything over time will even itself out yep. i want to touch on consumer spending because we know a lot of human beings spend on credit i.e mortgages with big purchases cars boats mm. jewelry let's see well mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me about this what is consumer spending at the moment, and if a house price increases, do people then feel like they can spend more of their equity? And then obviously the reverse, if house prices decrease, do people think they can spend less of their equity? I guess so. I guess if you're, when you see your properties, property value has gone up by 10%, 
and um, if you're not buying another house or whatever it is you know you probably get a top up on your mortgage and go and buy a car or go on a you know a slightly more expensive holiday than otherwise whereas on the on the other hand when the property values come down maybe maybe uh, human nature is that people should or, and will tighten the belt yeah which means means spend less well they always say that uh you know european cars on hp when the when the market's good right and then when it goes bad what do they do they return them all <laughs> sorry sir you carry on mate. Oh, i was just gonna say we, we've talked about this on previous podcasts um that you know there was a double down effect of 2020 and lockdowns and being people being stuck in their home interest rates at an all-time low and a lot of equity in their properties uh, people did a lot of renovations and people wanted to add to their homes they wanted to make a nice place uh, money was cheap um, adversely with inflation and interest rates on the rise um, it's only natural human behavior that people would probably tighten the spending at a time as yeah. such tell me when house prices increase and you own a property, real homeowners in this room, and producer Bailey speak up if you will, when house prices increase, do you feel rich? I guess so. I think it's very easy to feel that you're, you're better than what you were, where you were before. I don't. No, you don't? Off you go. Yeah, but producer Bailey, you like spending money on avocados. I can't even afford those. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. I get more. Um, we're on pretty low. Like we're on a high LVR, right? So we borrowed at with a ten percent deposit. So if there's like a house price increase or we gain anything, we're barely at eighty percent. So we're still like kind of fucked, you know? Like, yeah, that's us at least. <laughs> I say this because Sanjeeva, when you were in nappies and you owned a home your first time, right? Yeah. Producer Bailey wasn't born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It's not like on your first home, Yeah, you could log online and go, my house is worth X. Technology wasn't around to do that then. Not really, no. We had to get a reg proper registered valuation or the council one. But now, through your banking system and also two platforms out yeah. there that um, value property from mass data, you can check on your property value every single day of the week like it's a bank account, like it's shares, like it's KiwiSaver. Does that influence people's decisions and what yeah. prices are worth and what you might buy or sell for? I definitely think it does influence people's spending habits. Um, when, you, when you think you have this <coughs> equity in your property and you can walk into a bank and get a top-up for 20000 let's say, and um, go on a holiday to Bali or whatever it is, I think people definitely would do that. Yeah. Or buy a, a TV, a massive TV, or upgrade your car, all that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, if your property value is down, the chances are that you're not going to be the same. You'll probably be a little bit more um, conservative around what you want to spend on. Yeah, because it's such a... I mean, technology advances everything, right? Yeah. So you're saying one week of, of, and on these systems, they get updated weekly. You might jump on and one week, your house might be $2 million. The next week, it's $1.9 So you've lost 100 k in a week. Do you think, geez, I'm poor this week? And then the next week, it's gone up 20. Do you think, oh, I've made some money back on rich? Is that the process of human psyche of where we're going with, with the technology mm. advancements in that space? Because... 
remember, and I go back to the old adage, your property's only worth... What someone will pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. I know you're falling asleep here in the thing. No, I'm thinking deeply. <laughs> um, but my, my but question, <clears throat> though, is that you don't see such <clears throat> fluctuations in a short period. You do. Do you? you? Can. I because, haven't seen it. Because it's mass data. And someone might correct me if I'm wrong on the polls. But... <laughs> It is mass data consumption around what a house around the corner sold from, similar size area, whatever, and they're pulling that data in. So I go back. Mm. Yeah, it's it's kind of is it a false sense of security of value is what I'm saying. Oh no doubt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and it all comes back to obviously house prices shifting, which can shift weekly on these systems. Is there anything, Issa, you want to add to this? Because you've got you know superpower brains. Yeah, I just I just go back to you know every every single person, every single household, every single homeowner is in a different position. Um, it's so easy to compare to or read what's going on, or compare to the person next to you, or hear um, Chinese whispers at work. Yet. Um, you know, every single person's situation is so different and unique. Um, some uh, some might feel rich um, from the equity in their properties going up. Um, some might not. But at the end of the day, you know, no one's two positions are, are the same. And don't let online systems, outside noise, barbecue talk influence your personal decision on what you do because everyone has a slightly different situation and a slightly different long-term view of what they need they want but what we always say is in the financial space see an expert money empire is the way to go (laughs) (laughs) is that just thanks for listening to beyond the field if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your mates or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Field Podcast or send us an email at info at beyondthefield.co.nz. Thanks again and we'll see you all next time.